while and listen. It is May 12th, 2023, and if you're anything like us, you've been waiting four long years for this day to come, and it has arrived. You're listening to this on the same day that we were recording it, Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild 2, if you will, which it was originally discussed as when announced by Nintendo uh, oh so long ago. It's here. And we have uh, decided to record an urgent podcast on the day of release with one tiny change, one snafu. Uh, This is the show Colette and Matt have entered the chat, a weekly conversation about video games, except one of the people in the title of this episode is not here again. Because, you know, I'm not going to name names, but she has a quote unquote life she goes on vacation, she sees her family, blah, blah, blah. I don't have time to play Tears of the Kingdom right now. And I say, fuck that. And I was going to sit here and blab again for an hour by myself. But I thought, you know what? I needed to bring on another Legend of Zelda super fan. And in the course of various discussions with other super fans, Uh, I was messaging with uh, this fine person and uh, we got to talking and I said, you know what? Let's play the game right as it comes out. Let's hop on the horn. That's what I call it. Hop on the podcast machine and let's talk about it right away. And I am pleased, thrilled, in fact, to welcome a friend of the show and friend of uh, mine and Colette's for, for, for a little while now, Jaime Carrillo. Hopefully I'm going to I'm going to do that name justice. Also known as Jamie Cooks, also known as friend of the show and a longtime Discord member. Jaime, welcome to the chat. Thank you for having me, Matt. Um, One quick correction there. It is Hammy Cooks, which is not easy to. <gasps> oh, it's the phonetic J, the, the Spanish right. J. Well, like yeah, your like but... your actual name. Yes. So see, uh, I, and I, all this time I thought it was more it was more like um like jammy, like, hey, we're making jam or we're cooking up some, we're, we're having a jam, we're jamming out. But no, it's hammy. Yeah. I stand corrected. And that does mess with the SEO a bit. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I not only am I a Legend of Zelda super fan, I am an in the womb Legend of Zelda super fan. Okay, uh, tell me more. My mom, when she was pregnant with me, played through the original Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Um, and that's a game I've never beaten. That's a game okay. that like, I, I don't think it's aged quite very well. Mm. Um, and, and that's an interesting you know, discussion. Go, but well, we can explore that. Go on. I just think that in the shadow of link to the past, it's kind of been rendered, right. uh, you know, redundant. Yep. Um, but she played through it. I could, I, you know, I've never beaten it. And I think if I showed it to her now, she would be lost. She, you know, she doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really phase her anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, she did beat it when I was uh, in the womb. So I has she I, kept up with the series and other games, or was that just kind of a a thing going on at that, that at that time? No, my my sister, like any uh, you know red blooded American teen, had <laughs> a NES in 1989 mm-hmm. when I was mm-hmm. in the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would have you know played Mario. She would have played Zelda. She probably would have. I don't know if Tetris was out for the NES. Um, that now that's like the only game that my mom will play is a game like Tetris, a game that's like, really uh, funny. Puyo Pop that kind of transcends, you know, uh, video games. Everyone, yes. everyone knows Tetris. Yeah, yeah. The um, casual, but, the casual but intense, uh, you know, Tetrises and puzzle games of the world. I, I love hearing this because my mom was also the reason why the NES was not allowed. That's that's a strong word, but it was like. <laughs> When when video games were happening in the early 80s and everyone wanted it, my mom understood like, oh, this is OK, this is interesting. And I will play Tetris and Zelda with you. Um, I, you're, you're you're a bit younger than me. So I was not in the womb, but I was uh, I was five or six when we got the NES. And so this this sort of 
mom got got the system into the house and played with us vibe is very aligned with what was going on in the 80s for me. So I love to hear that. I love to, to hear this lineage. Absolutely. And now um, she she won't play, but she's sort of like uh, in awe a lot of like <laughs> the different games. Like she'll, wa- she'll watch my uh, 14-year-old niece play Pokemon Arceus or uh, Splatoon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has she has all these different varied opinions. She has takes, <laughs> even though like she'll watch Pokemon Arceus and she'll be like, oh, who's that one? What's his name? Uh, you know, I like I like what he's doing. But then she'll watch Platoon and say, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. This has uh, no but- point. I hate this music. You know, it, it's, it's completely <laughs> it's really interesting to see, you know, like the Internet is rife with like kids react to VCRs or whatever. But yeah. I think it's way more interesting when a uh, a boomer, my mom is definitely a boomer, uh, mm-hmm. reacts to a game, reacts to like a new thing. It's uh, I think it's, it's really fun to watch. Kudos to her for, I don't care if the opinion is positive or negative, being engaged with uh, n- newer forms of media, like complex, you know, games like you like the ones you described, like um, to even pay attention to them and invest in, in mental energy into them because your family, your kids, your nieces, nephews, whatever. Um, kudos to her. I think that's great. Even if she's not going to play them or love them. Uh, my, my dad, for example, does not even possess an email address. You know what I mean? So good on your mom for, for getting in there. Uh, and I don't want to, you know, derail it now, but my mom's new obsession, which is so weird. Uh, she's really into K dramas. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, so yeah, anything's possible now. No, I think if you had said that five, ten years ago, I'd be like, "Ooh, interesting." And now I'm like, "Of course she is. Why wouldn't yeah. she be?" You know, I love that. Um, before we get into Tears of the Kingdom first impressions, uh, because uh, we the game unlocked at nine p.m. Pacific time, which is your time zone, and twelve midnight Eastern time, which is my time zone. So we were both up very late. You are up very early to discuss the three-ish to four-ish hours we have played. So we're about to get into that. Um, but before we do, um, go further with your Zelda super fandom. Because you 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 do some stuff on the internet with Hammy Cooks. My mistake. I'm going to say it correctly from this <laughs> point on. Um, social media, but most importantly, YouTube. Uh, w- w- tell the, the fine people what's going on on your channel and such. Sure. So uh, my YouTube channel basically is uh, what Babish does, but uh, although now I think Babish does uh, video game stuff, which is cool to see. Oh. <laughs> um, the, the worlds have collided. It's crossed the over. The worlds have collided, but um, I exclusively do video games. Uh, every once in a while, I'll do a TV show, but um, mm. I'd love to adapt uh, food from video games. I think uh, games like Paper Mario, games like Breath of the Wild, uh, games like uh, Pokemon. I love to take an in-game item and then uh, adapt it into a real-life recipe. And I've been doing this uh, since around 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, right, it's been and a while. I've, yeah, and I've adapted most of the uh, Breath of the Wild um, cookbook, which mm-hmm. is really cool to see. I was just looking back through it, and now that you know Tears of the Kingdom is trending, I'm getting all this resurgence on these old videos and people Ooh, commenting on them. Love, yeah. love, oh, I love to see that. Love to hear that. People commenting on them and and saying, oh, you should do this and you should do that. I can't wait to see uh, Tears of the Kingdom stuff. So yeah, hopefully Fantastic. Um, in the future I will I will be able to adapt more uh, recipes for uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, well, well, we got we to gotta get this done so you can get back to playing so that you can discover the new recipes and get some more uh, YouTube videos up. I I adore your channel for, for for mostly the Breath of the Wild stuff, but tell me a little bit more because cooking in Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom, it's like you are literally combining these ingredients to make this dish, and then you are replicating that with real food uh, and and identical slash similar ingredients where you can find them to make real food in real life. But then if you but tell me what if a game you love like Paper Mario or whatever like. What else, what are you bringing in there if there are not cooking recipes in the game? Or are there? You know what I mean? Like, is there cooking in those in Pokemon? Like, tell me more about that. 
So, um, in the new Pokemon or Pokemon Arceus, there is cooking. Arceus. I think. Okay. I think since Pokemon Sword, there's actual cooking where they give you a list of ingredients and you make something out of them, which is Great. really cool to see. Because um, my big thing with uh, the thing is, I don't want the recipe to be hollow. I kind of yeah. want it to sort of at least be inspired by the food in the item in the in the game. So if mm-hmm. it you know if it has berries in it, I want to make sure that I use berries. If it right. uh, is clearly using uh, you know Zelda's got poultry right, and they have meat. Uh, make sure that I use the right cut of meat, the right kind of poultry, um, the right sort of uh, thing that sort of replicates the item. Uh, I, I don't know the name of the the berry in Breath of the Wild. It it, uh, it eludes me. I want to say it's called like windberry or wildberry, <laughs> right. um, but it looks like a raspberry, right? Right. So, yeah. You, so you're making choices. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know... In, in the in video games, you're throwing a mushroom and an apple and a fish into a pot and magically you get like, I don't know, paella or some shit. But like for you, you have to, you're adding other ingredients and I assume catalysts and binding agents to actually make food that is good. So like, yes, are you, you're coming out the other end and you're like, oh my God, like you make stuff and you're like, this is terrible. I gotta, I gotta modify the recipe to actually make it edible. Like what, what any, any other process to tips that you could share? Yeah. So yeah, the first thing to do is to, you know, write the recipe and I'm not going to like, I'm not a tester. I'm, I don't, uh, I don't like throwing things into a pot and seeing what happens. <laughs> um, I, a lot of, a lot of recipes that I make are based on recipes that I have made or, okay. uh, or techniques, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that I've used before. I'm a big a proponent that like a lot of kids are my, are, you know, in our general age, um, watch a lot of Food Network and like the mm. height of Food Network when it wasn't mm-hmm. just, you know, cupcake competitions. <laughs> and if you have that knowledge, you can kind of put together stuff, you know, you can kind of put together a meal and you can, you know, a lot of people have not made, you know, a uh, traditional like Indian style curry before, but they probably have all the techniques in their system to pull it off. That's really um, interesting. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but with Tears of the Kingdom, what I'm going to, because I've gotten really into wok cooking, Mm-hmm. and learned a lot of different techniques with wok cooking uh i want to if i can were applicable i would love to make the new recipes in a wok when possible yeah right I, it's we'll talk about where we are in the game and i will lay out what we're going to cover and spoiler territory or not we, we will talk about that in a moment um but i will say i just literally 10 minutes ago shut off the game and and i arrived at the first cooking pot as you described the wok you know there are there are campfires available but there you can't really cook until you get to a a pot over a fire and i just got to it and threw some stuff in there and i was like oh yeah this game i love uh, like it brought back so many memories of breath of the wild and the and i don't like to cook in real life i will say that right now <laughs> but cooking in video games it's like the world's on fire and you know zelda is in trouble and the calamity is upon us but i'm just gonna put some logs together and make a little hut and then cook by a fire and that's what i'm gonna do for hours because that's what it, that's what this game is for um, and I just love that. And you, it, you've, you've, you said it right there of like, Hey, everyone loves the food network. Everyone grew up watching the food network, food shows, food porn. That is already a thing, but you're like, Hey, what if, what about for video game nerds? Like we want to do this version and that's what your channel is. So go to YouTube, uh, friends go to hit that, like, hit that like and subscribe button, hit the, hit, smash hit the like, like, smash that like and subscribe button. Uh, we will link, of course, to Jaime's channel in the show notes. For now, um, let's get into uh, the 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 only the only video game I, I think. If you're anything like me, Jaime, like I, I've been struggling with this last week because it's like. Well, I don't want to start any big games or new games because I know that I'm just going to have to put it on hold. So I'm I've been going back to other games or doing little games and and then and then just like twiddling my thumbs and being very anxious waiting for last night to come. And now that it has arrived, truly as expected, I'm like, oh, this is that. 
that nothing else matters. I only want to think about and play Tears of the Kingdom. So I wonder if that is also happening to you and, and where you are. Um, I don't know. I think time, I think space time has collapsed. Um, <laughs> it's, it's May. How the hell is it May already? How is it May? Yeah. Yes, like, and then I remember think I had the same, you know, the same thoughts you had where it was Monday. I'm like, Oh, Tears of the Kingdom week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I already said I already said I'm going to take the day off. Right. Um, and I got to tell you, usually when it comes to waiting uh, and you're expecting something, time moves slow. But yes. I feel like no, I think time is just it doesn't care uh, this year. I guess. Mm. Um, and I, it's moving super fast. And I, you know, Friday got here before I knew it. And not only that, um, I was chilling on the couch with my spouse um, last night. And I lost track of time. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I got to go download Breath of the Wild. <laughs> like, good, good yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, so much, I'm sure you can relate. So much of game anticipation is tied into childhood. And when you're a kid with nothing to do and nothing going on, anticipation is slow and boring and my kids are the same way they're they're like oh what are we gonna do it's so boring i get or you know i have something yesterday i was like oh well we'll do that in an hour an hour how could i that's gonna be so long but when you're an adult with a with a life and and a family and partners and spouses and kids and work it's like you said uh what, what week is it you know so it's here and so I envied you and your West Coastians because um, nine o'clock is a civilized time to start playing video <laughs> games. I was so close to falling asleep. Like I was, I, I came upstairs from the basement. And I, and I told my wife, I was like, I should just go. Could I go to, should I go to bed? And she's like, no, you've been waiting this whole time. Come on. And so she rallied me. And the minute I hit the button and launched in, I was like, Woo, second win, let's go and played for an hour. But I think but you played for much longer last night. So let's let's start <laughs> at the beginning and I and I'll say for listeners, uh Jaime and I discussed this. I think we want to talk about impressions, vibes, emotions, mechanics. I think we will talk about mechanics, but no story or character spoilers whatsoever. And even if we have to talk about certain things, we can we can dance around them. Mm-hmm. Until maybe we could block out like a five to ten minute chunk at the very end. And if you're playing with us, we can talk about spoiler stuff. And if you are not and you're waiting or you're delayed, shut it off and we can we will warn you well in advance. Does that sound right to you? Absolutely. Okay. So you played a bunch of hours last night. Um, First impressions. What's going on in your mind here? Um. So this game feels, I know that it's the same map. I know that it's uh, a sequel using a lot of the same mechanics. Um, this game feels so different to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if you got that same uh, impression. But, and we'll talk about why in a minute. But yes, pl- I, but yeah, I totally it feels agree. feels like, I don't want to, I mean, it's been a while since I've played Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But it, it feels, com- not completely different, but it feels like, oh, it it. it it feel it felt brand new, and I don't know if it's the the way that this game opens is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that this game starts, like I was like, oh, surely there's going to be like the equivalent of the Great Plateau, you know, where mm-hmm. you get the first mechanics. Um, and there is kind of that, but mm-hmm. it is not familiar in any way. <laughs> it is not <laughs> you cannot replicate most of the knowledge that you learn because it's all new stuff. Um, I'm really fascinated by how it's walking the line between, hey, you've you've played Breath of the Wild, so you you know the basics, and also, hey, this is a brand new game, and you probably haven't played Breath of the Wild in a long time, slash, maybe you've never played it, so here are the basics, but it's not boring retread. It's very like, oh, thank you, tutorial. I, I did need to remember uh, where this is and how to use this and wh- how to pick up this. Uh, per- I am so amazed by the perfection. I'm going to use perfection and masterpiece and and uh, uh, expertness, expert game design a lot in this discussion, I think, because it's like when you think about the curve of a tutorial or the ramp up, like you said, of like, Here's this skill, and here's how this connects to this. Some games, you're like, 
wait, what do I do? And some games are like, oh my God, enough already. And there's something about Zelda and there's something about this that's just like, right, right. Oh yeah. And this, and this, oh yeah. I remember this and this, oh, what this is new and this. And it's just, it's expert. It's expert level uh, tutorial zone, I think. I agree 100%. Um, oh, what was the... Continue. I, I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, it, I agree with you wholeheartedly about the, the newness and also the familiarity, meaning... The minute I fired it up and the minute you, you know, there's no spoilers, but there's there's story and cutscenes that bring you into the game. And of course, then it's like, okay, now now walk in, walk forward and swing your sword and do this. And instantly I was like, oh, yeah, I was I was home. I felt uh, comfortable, I guess you would say. And and sure. at peace while being simultaneously excited for all the new things. And that's just really special. It's really special to be at home and uh, exploring at the same time. If I can touch on uh, the story mechanics and everything that you said, uh, the way that it opens, it almost feels like, like a, like a delayed uh, start of a movie, kind of like a, like you're Hmm. watching a bond movie where totally, you know, know, it's first, you see the, the little, you know, Hey, bond, James Bond. And then, uh, he does something cool, and then you see the song and the, and, the, hmm, and the credits mm-hmm, roll. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's what it. Th- I mean, that is that is basically how Tears of the Kingdom opens. And <laughs> like a really cool Bond opening, this one's okay. I don't want to get into a, a side uh, track conversation, but I think uh, story in video games is completely unnecessary for my <laughs> enjoyment. For my enjoyment I of them, fully agree with you. And I think I know Colette will will respectfully disagree yeah. for her i'm here for mechanics Absolutely. i want to i want to snap logs together and build boats and flying machines and throw shit mm-hmm. off mountains that is what i'm here for this game and i fully agree with you i'm not the first one to say it i'm not the first no. one to say it playing a game for the story is like watching a porn for the story eh? like <laughs> like it's it's compl- like never, i'll take it i've never heard that and i fucking love that thank you yeah so much. it's and it's great I, I i live by that when it comes I to love video games. that um great breath of the wild i thought story wise was kind of hollow you yeah. know it was just like it. it was but i didn't care because you yep. know it's such a great game yep. um i don't know if you feel this way but uh in in the intro uh sort of pre-game part and in the uh tutorial area there are things that happen there are names that are said there Mm -hmm. are you know it's it's clicking off all of there's you know uh there's lore you know everyone loves their lore there's zelda lore if you love lore oh are you gonna love this game it's a big fat lore dump that introduces some very cool interesting new and old things that are awesome but they're not like I don't know. It's it's a lot of lore talking like this is this and that is that. Can you believe that? And I'm like, we did some 30 seconds in. Get me like like chill out uh, story, you know, but I uh, but here's what I will say. And again, no, this is not spoiler. Uh, it's more mechanical. For the longest time, I was wondering and speculating whether this would be a prequel or a sequel, because I think the you know in breath of the wild zelda has been fighting ganon and link has been asleep for a hundred years and then and then you wake up in the middle of the story and you're like oh let's figure out what happened before and i was like oh these trailers are showing like epic battles between factions and and what's going on and i assumed er years ago that wouldn't it be cool if tears of the kingdom was a a prequel to breath of the wild where we see what happened during the calamity we achieve whatever and then link goes to sleep dun 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 leading to the next game and as we know now from new gameplay and what we played it that is not the case and how they how they transition um Link is super powered. He has all the abilities and he has the master sword and he has all his hearts at the end of Breath of the Wild and how you start to become powerless again from the beginning of this game I think is well done. 
like you said, the, uh, lore dump, <laughs> but I think it's cool. It's a cool mechanical shift at the beginning of this game. Did that remind you of Metroid at all, that whole situation? Um, it is it now that you mention it, yes. And there's another reference point, but I'm not gonna oh. say it because it's because I think it is spoilery. Maybe we'll save oh, that for the end. Oh, but I liked okay. it. I liked it. Definitely a lot. tell anyway, me after. I'll tell you after, or maybe we save it <laughs> yeah. for the spoiler part. Um Perfect. anyway, continue because so now we're set up with we're set up with like the game dumps a bunch of lore on you. It's very interesting and exciting, but then truly the best part is all right, lore, 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 lore. Now here's some mechanics, here's some abilities. Start figuring shit out on the on the quote-unquote Great Plateau that is not the Great Plateau, you know? Yeah, I have no patience when it comes to learning new things. Uh, I will never <laughs> I will never play a FromSoft game. I remember when I was oh, signing yeah. the papers to my house, um, our, our uh, real, not our real estate agent, the guy that brings all the papers, the notary, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. was saying, oh, are you playing Elden Ring? I'm like, no, I'm not, pl- I'm not playing Elden Ring. He's like, and I will oh. never play Elden Ring. He said something that I'll never forget. He says, oh, it's so good. I'm finally getting good at it. I was like, how long have you been playing? He said, 11 hours. Like 100 hours. Yeah, yeah. 11 hey, hours. I'm not, that's homework. I'm not, I'm not investing it. 11 I hours. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm of two minds. There are it, it it takes a very specific game to get me to hook in for eleven hours before it clicks. And and it's they're few and far between. I haven't played a ton I have not really played any from soft games. Elden Ring might be is one that I will one day play because everyone talks about it. They're like, Oh, you're not just banging your head against this boss forever and ever until you get it. You can just walk away and go somewhere else. And that is very Breath of the Wild-ish, uh, if you will, and that appeals to me. Anyway. If I can quote Zelda when it comes to games that require you to play them for 11 hours before they click, uh, to quote Ganondorf, uh, <laughs> the flow of time is always cruel, and the course of the wind never forgives. Um, Amen. That's what I think about that. Uh, no, no, that's homework at that point. I have <laughs> things to do. I have bills to pay. I do not have. Who has, a, who has 11 hours, period? Uh, I have many uh, sets of 11 hours for this game. So what I think you're about to jump into is like, this is not that, right? Yeah. So like it is, it, it did take, here's the thing. It didn't click immediately and already mm-hmm. I was annoyed. Like, oh, I want this to work the yeah, way yeah, it yeah. works in my head. Yes. But yes. here's the thing. I know. I'm not a game designer. They know mm-hmm. how it works. They know how it should mm-hmm. work. So after like five minutes, and that's yep. all it took. Yep. After five minutes, I was like, oh, and, it, and like you said, it clicked. And I was off to the races. Of course, yep. um, just because you have this, like Breath of the Wild and to, to the extent Tears of the Kingdom. Sorry, that was clunky. Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom have these like really uh, – engrossing worlds that let you interact with sort of everything yep um and tears of the kingdom especially lets you grab things and put them together and make new things uh, and that's a blessing but it's also uh, kind of depends on you it kind of depends yes. on how good uh you are at being creative and how good mm-hmm. you are at um having the patience to build i built a lot of jalopies i built a lot of <laughs> i built a lot of bridges that would not uh stand the test of time yes um and d- and, and did you have fun though building the all this bullshit yes it's it's yes. a lot of fun um, i spent a lot of i spent a lot of time you know just building stuff because and i am not the kind of guy who likes to linger and explore uh but i found myself doing that because it was this whole brand new mechanic it's a whole brand new mechanic that i wish i had from the beginning um it almost it almost makes uh people say this i i seriously mean it it almost makes breath of the wild look like a beta you know like yeah like it wasn't fully realized in Um, terms of physicality physics and construction i'm obsessed you know you 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 and i are are on the same track in terms of gaming mentality but but maybe we differ a little bit i love base building games i am obsessed with base building survival games uh no man's sky subnautica games that are like you can do whatever but it's crazy out there so in this little area where it's safe you can build a tower or a submarine or a you know a, a, a you know computer station whatever 
So the exactly as you described of like, wait, how do these in Tears of the Kingdom? How do these controls work? Wait, this goes here. Oh, I'm pressing the wrong button. What is this? What is this? Five minutes pass. Oh, oh, and then I was like, all right, I know I'm in the tutorial area and I know the game wants me to do this and this and connect this. And it's very cool and it's making me feel very smart. But what it actually is making me feel is like, I want to get the fuck out of here and go wherever and build a house or a tree house or a, and I and I don't know that this is I don't know yet if this is going to be a base building game but the if the the at the the mechanicalness of connecting things together and making really cool shit instantly hooked me and then on top of that the second ability that you get which has been shown in a lot of trailers and and material so this is not really a spoiler but like when you first are able to confuse weapons together i was like yeah because now and and we can get into this i really liked breath of the wild's weapon durability system i found it to be like you need to use your environment to figure out what the, to do next and to get out of a jam and to defeat enemy. I think that is the most dynamic, creative, uh, and um, Im- uh, not immersive, emergent style of action combat that I've seen. And I thought it was great. And everyone else hated it. And this game takes ramps that up in such fucking cool ways. And I'm already in love with it. I'll agree with that. Um, it grew on me. I hated it initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was really annoying, but then, you know, halfway through the game, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. I, I get why this choice was made, but that choice in this game is even more so because, like you said, the you can really make anything. You can you can make some really crazy weapons, um, both <laughs> with the uh, fusing items to a sword or a bat, but um, what I found myself playing around with a lot was uh, fusing items to the bow and arrow. Um, yep. That was so much fun. And yep. I, it's almost, I don't want to say it's easy mode, but if you're not good with the bow and arrow, if you're not good with melee weapons, you can become good with, with using the fusibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is right. And it, mm, Again, it just makes it super dynamic where I can't like like exactly what you're saying. I can't fight this enemy. I can't solve this by mashing buttons. So let me get creative. The game already in three hours makes me feel smart and creative and clever, even though, again, the part, the area that we are in, I'm not going to say it's on rails, but it is the tutorial zone. So clearly the things that it is uh, signposting and urging us to do are we're doing the normal things the game wants us to do. Here's the other thing that I love is like, oh, you can connect this to this and make a stronger weapon. And it's like, oh, not only is this weapon stronger and does more damage, but oh, after I kill this enemy, it also lets me affect the environment differently. Meaning I can use this big club sword rock thing to do other stuff that i couldn't do before because now i can smash through this or that and it because again it becomes total sandbox even in this tiny little tutorial zone where there's not a ton to do you already see like i could do anything i could literally do anything i could put a bat wing on a stick and shoot it from my bow and arrow and i don't know what the fuck that does but it's but i could do it and it's cool and weird you know people are still discovering things to do in breath of the wild right that's yes um, and all i was thinking of like oh i'm going to be able to make cool stuff that will help me progress through the game i know that there's going to be some people out there that are going to that are going to be doing some insane shit with, the, with these mechanics and Cannot probably wait. not even this year, probably well into like 2025, <laughs> you know, they're going to find out like, Hey, did you know you could fly? Did you know you could fly using a, using a, a roast and a, and a, and a, and a swing? like, it's like, no, I didn't, but I, I definitely will. I will definitely watch a YouTube video that's showing yes, you this. Exactly. Um, like people, People, when the fusibilities were were um, were shown and they showed all these vehicles, somebody mm-hmm. made a makeshift like hot air balloon where they were flying yep. through the sky using the mag. Oh, it was insane. Yep. So yeah, 
I can't wait to see what people do with this game. Um, because while I can make a few jalopies, while I can make a, a, a you know a boat that's not going in the direction that I want it to, um, I cannot wait to see the the insane just creations that everyone's going to come up with. So uh, agree, so hard. So um, I wonder how I wonder where we both are. But I'm but are have you? Do you feel that you have left the tutorial area? Because I have not. Have you moved on from that? Or are you still progressing? I have left the tutorial area. I am oh, okay. I am well. I am well into the uh, other game. There was a point last night where uh, it, it was that you know, okay, one more shrine. Uh, okay, <laughs> one more thing. I'm, once I do this, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me getting to a place where I kept getting my ass handed to me, mm-hmm. uh, where I was like, okay, time for bed. You know. Yep. <laughs> That's that's the sign that I need to get yep. some sleep. Right, because then because your brain can then recalibrate, and then you'll come back to it later today and be like, oh, wow, just put this and this together, and then plow through that. Like again, that's what I'm here for. And it's either the going to sleep and coming back, or it's the walking away, doing five other things, and then coming back with more abilities or whatever. I like, just love. I just love that. I, I, I just I I can't help but constantly think about. Nintendo's just like, again, expertise and precision. There's something about the way I've been struggling within the last two weeks to find a game that um, I can be obsessed with and actually grounded by Obsidian, which is a survival. It's like honey. I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's like honey. I shrunk the kids. You're, you're shrunk down and you're fighting ants and spiders and, and you're in a backyard. It's extraordinary. It's a fantastic game. But there's one early quest that I know unlocks the rest of the game. Like I, I have a strong feeling that getting a certain item will will expand the tech tree in a in a huge way. And I was so so excited. And I have tried again and again and again to acquire this item, and I have failed. I I think eight to ten times. And I became so frustrated because, and I'm, I was frustrated, not like a fuck this. I was frustrated because I love this game. I want to play this game for a hundred hours. I can't make progress for some reason. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the game. Does I don't know. And I had to put it down, especially because Tears of the Kingdom was coming. And I'm saying that to explain that like Breath of the Wild and and I'm assuming this game will never suffer quite like that because it is so expertly, beautifully, mechanically designed, even though it's such a big open sandbox with you where you could do anything, it still guides you and like I don't it's hard to explain. Even the way the rocks are formed and the way certain uh, land the landscape is is structured, it's like I could go here, but I maybe I'll go here and up oh, here it is. And then it just it just brings you to the places that you need to go in a magical way. And it's hard to explain exactly like the way to explain it is nobody does it better. Nobody <laughs> like, does it better. You and yes. I know how to make. Uh, oh, OK, here's the start of a video and you do this thing. And then at the end, it's this thing. And, and the video is going to be good or bad, whatever. But how do you make a video game that is a thousand miles wide and you can do anything, but still it's going to it's going to let you do all of th- it's going to tell you all the right and wrong things. I, I don't understand the genius at work here, but there is there is genius happening and uh, it's amazing. I, I'm floored by it every time. Absolutely. Um, yeah, nobody does it better. That's that's since World One One. Uh, <laughs> that is a tutorial <laughs> level. That's true. It, it, tells, it teaches you how to play, uh, and like that, uh, the start of Breath of the Wild and the start of. Uh, can, can we talk about Breath of the Wild for a second? How long did you spend in the Great Plateau when you first played it? That's a great question. I don't know and I don't remember, but I remember it being. I'll say this. Just enough time to know all the things and then get on going and have a blast from there on in, you know? So I don't know. I overcomplicated things because I thought really? that, oh, surely this has to be more complicated. Uh-huh. So I was there for like five hours. Really? Before I looked up online, like, before I looked up online how to do, you know, certain mechanics, 
in the game. I was like, oh, okay, of course, yeah. of course. And then I'm like, why didn't I think of that? It, it's yeah. literally telling you that, you know? Yeah, but, yeah that's um, interesting. Uh, and I'll say this too. I, like I said, story-wise, uh, Breath of the Wild, I kind of glossed over it because mm-hmm. I knew that it wasn't going to be good. Um, <laughs> whereas Tears of the Kingdom, I'm I'm reading every single line of dialogue. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what has changed? Is it your emotional investment, or do you legit think the story is more interesting this time around? Yeah, um, you know, there are certain things with a lot of properties nowadays, like uh, Star Trek or Star Wars or uh, every Marvel property. There mm-hmm. are things that like people like in these in these things, and then the you know the true diehards, the people that have been with them for like since the beginning. They're like, oh, this is not something that I recognize. I don't like this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's fair. Sometimes it's something that is a completely different aesthetic choice or or uh, a weird way that characters act. Sometimes it's completely unfair where it's like, why is this person black? You know, right. like, <laughs> like that's, that's, that's awful. Like, no, shut up. And uh, hey, you're making us you're making us with valid concerns. Uh, I'm sorry if this like, is a, I'm sorry if this is a spoiler for for people, but um in Tears of the Kingdom, all black. Every character. No, I'm just kidding. Every character not. is uh African American. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're also they're also poly. Everyone is yeah, poly. Uh, yep, that if that I hey, it's a it's a choice and uh yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, um no, of course not. But um <laughs> but if, from the intro from the intro, I felt like, like I felt like the camera was looking at me and saying, "Hey, you like here? We, you want some slop? Here's your slop that you wanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm, here's mm-hmm. here are these characters that you wanted to see. Here are these <laughs> uh, these these different. Uh, oh, you you want lore? Here's lore, you pig. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> like it almost feels like insulting because they're not. It, it, the the story looks like it's gonna go in like a million different directions that I'm absolutely here for. Yep. Um, but it's also like, oh, this is familiar. I recognize this as Zelda. I recognize these characters as Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and that's there are some, especially like I said, within it's hardly a spoiler, but within five minutes, right? You already, oh, that guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, um. So yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see probably not too many twists and turns, um, but it's given me what I want. It's given me what I've expected since um, Ocarina of Time, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, again, I just want to... I want I want Tarrytown times a times 100. Like, I want to build up a settlement. I want to build a house. I want to upgrade weapons like i want to i'm very excited to blah 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 here's my powers go to the do these shrines whatever but but truly i want to go out into that wilderness and get just get stuff get items and combine like you're saying combine them together and experiment and uh yeah i just uh, i can't I, i fully expected this this game to be like yep stop all other games and television and just do this and i i was not worried that wouldn't happen but you you never know you when you were fully anticipating something you're like i think this is going to be the big one but but you never know and i don't know i'm here to report that um it is definitely it's definitely the one it sounds like it is it's getting there for you too all i can think about is like wow this is going to take so long <laughs> to play yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. like as as long as Breath of the Wild was, you know, if you mm-hmm. truly sink your teeth into it, um, I don't know how I don't know if I'm going to be able to beat this game this summer because I do want to do as much as there is to do, you know, as mu- as long as it's fun. Did so? Here's a question for you: Are you a have to get all the Korok seeds person from Breath of the Wild? No, okay. I'm not a mental patient. You're That's, not. A, you're not. Yeah, no. Okay. All right, that is the correct answer. Yeah. Come on. But there's always there's a little piece of me that's like, man, every game sucks. I don't I have nothing to play. Maybe I will go back and get all the moons in Super Mario Odyssey. And that lasted for like 20 okay, minutes. And I was like, yeah, that's a doable thing. Is it? I went in there and I was like, I mean, I don't know. It, 
which is which is worse we do we may want to look that up but no uh, but that's yes. not a, that's matt that's not a thing come on it's not <laughs> i want the listeners to back me up on this getting the moons getting all the stars in a mario game that's like mm-hmm. what at most like 120 stars i think odyssey is a lot okay I mean, so right. maybe at the most 200 right do you know how Continue. many korok seeds there are i'm gonna look and this do you know up. how massive the world is i think cor i think there's like a thousand korok seeds is it really that crazy i think it's like yeah it's it's an ins- when someone sh- told me the number i had to look it up because i thought they were lying to me <laughs> okay and okay yeah. all right stand by are you ready yes um this is mario odyssey you only needed 124 moons to to finish the game but in total there are 880 unique moons i stand corrected <laughs> you can also let you can also i actually had to figure this out because i was confused i think there's a mechanic where like i can't get all the moons so i can just spend a bunch of coins to get like moons from the shop or whatever to progress so if you get all the moons from the shop and get all the unique moons 999 fucking moons in in odyssey so okay so if you're saying Korok is a thousand Korok seeds, then these are both insane uh, video games. That but we're a moon about. has a clear objective. A moon, you know, a moon, you have to do this. You have to go mm-hmm, here. You mm-hmm, got to go yeah. here. There's a clear objective. A Korok seed is like, you better look under every rock because there could be a <laughs> little guy hiding under there. I, yeah, um, I know. Yep. It, yeah, I know. I mean, I respect it. If you, I, good, yep. if you, if you, if you want to look for every Koroxy, good for you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but that I'm is wondering last on my list. If the, the this if this game gives me all the joy that I that I think it will, um, I'm not going to get all of them. But but I might spend it. Might just might spend the time getting a lot of the things uh, in this one. We'll see. Um, the one other one other thing I'll touch on, and then perhaps we can we can get into spoiler territory. Is um, I'm obsessed with um, game performance in general, and it, to the point where it it can bum me out if a game if like a here's a here's a like I didn't get I didn't purchase Jedi Survivor, but I was very dismayed by like this is a triple a big budget star wars sequel to a game that was mostly fine and it doesn't even run on a on a pc and like whatever so um so i was fascinated by the digital foundries of the world and the performance reviews and the game runs at mostly at 30 fps like rock solid like it's it's a pleasure to play this game from a technical point of view but also, I don't know if you're playing handheld or, or on a TV, um, it also is very, um, it just doesn't do anti-aliasing, it runs at 900p, which all was to be expected, Breath of the Wild does the same. But it looks very muddy and grungy, and it's, it, it's weird. It simultaneously looks gorgeous and stunning and grungy, muddy, pixely at the exact same time. And I wonder if you care about any of that, uh, well, what your feelings are on any of that stuff. Sure. Uh, I'm not a frame rates guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if a game if a game feels right, uh, I like it. And if it doesn't, then you. it's bad. Right. That's the correct answer. Um, and and I wish yeah. I was like you, but uh, but alas. Yeah. Um, I think it does. I don't. I don't know if it looks muddy to me, but mm-hmm. it does look. A, it looks a little uh, worn sometimes. Worn. Not yeah. Always, that's a good but in it. some in some not places. Always. Um, but then in some places it's like, oh God, how are they, how are they pulling this off? It's so it, it's, it's really, um, I don't know. It's really touch and go, but, but mostly touch. Um, yes, yes. Agreed. It's fascinating. I will say that it only annoyed me like the fog. I hated fog because I was like, oh, I just want to see where I'm going. Why do I Funny. need, I don't, it's impressive that you have Google. Everyone likes the fog effect, but I, <laughs> but like, like you don't have to impress me. I'm already here. You know, um, I believe this was, um, I don't know what the, what they were calling it, but it's some sort of dynamically generated clouds or fog that are, vo- they're not volumetric. I, I think they are, um, Oof. not to get too technical, but they're, they are, 
two-dimensional, but they look three-dimensional and they move through the world in dynamic ways, meaning the cloud that I just saw <laughs> in my game is not there in your game because it's kind of emerging naturally. And I, I don't know. I like that. I think that's cool and fun. But I take I'll your take point. I'll take it, but not if it's annoying. Like Get out of, get out of my know, way, I, you fucking cloud. I'm already here. You don't have to impress me with the cloud. Like, <laughs> I'm already sold. Cloud right. mechanics isn't putting uh, butts in seats, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, any other mechanical thoughts before maybe maybe we'll spend five minutes here at the, at the end uh, getting into some some stories? So final thoughts here before we move on. What do you think? Final thoughts? Uh, no. Great. Love it. No notes. Tears, tears of the, no notes. Tears of the Kingdom is uh, is a good game. Uh, all right. So here it is. Uh, your warning. If you have not played more than three to four hours of this game, as we, if you're not in the same place with us, um, then stop now. Turn this off because we will be uh, discussing... The lore dump, perhaps. Uh, so we'll give you a second to do that. Pull your car over. Tap those <laughs> earbuds. Uh, go on. What do you think? Ganondorf. Yes. Like, we saw him in the trailer, right? But I I like that we saw him, like, immediately. Um, I think Zelda... For, for me, I, the, the Zelda villain needs to be Ganondorf. There can be a secondary mm-hmm. villain, there can be a Vati, there can be a Zant, mm-hmm. but I need the bad guy to be Ganondorf. Because, like, unlike any other game, unlike any, like, Final Fantasy or, or, uh, or what's another, uh, unlike other series like Final Fantasy or even, um, shit. <laughs> I'm undermining my own point here. Um, I think Zelda needs to have Ganondorf at the helm when it comes to bad guy stuff. I just think he's a great villain. I think he might be my favorite video game villain because it's the same one, right? If you're because familiar with Zelda it lore, is, correct. It is a. It is th- this series is an eternal generational struggle between good and evil that manifests in the same characters throughout centuries. So the point of the franchise is that Ganondorf always comes back. Link and Zelda always come back to save the day. Like so. Well, but I assume he's, well, the game, Breath of the Wild ends with his defeat. And it, and if this happens directly after that, there's not really necessarily enough time passing for Ganondorf to return. Uh, to correct me if you think differently about the lore there, you know? I mean, have rules been established for that? I don't, I, I'm just, I'm just shooting from the hip of like how I perceive all Zelda games. Uh, I'll put it this way. Majora's Mask was a, a direct continuation of Ocarina and the villain there is not Ganon. He has been yeah. defeated and we're, and we're doing other stuff now in, in, um, in the next game. So is this the Majora's Mask of, of our time? And I don't well, think that's bad. No, Matt, these things and these rules matter to people like you and me, mm-hmm. but Miyamoto and uh, Anuma and all the people that are at the helm of the Zelda franchise don't care. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> like they, they will, you know, if you want to, if you want to waste $20, buy the Hyrule Historia because <laughs> it's all, it's a bunch of lore that does that, that is quote unquote canon, but has since that has since then been thrown out the window. Right. With new stuff that's been established, right? Right. So that tells me that you do not respect the lore. You do not respect the established stuff. It's whatever. It's whatever is convenient, right? So, but it's while, but this franchise is interestingly structured. It, it's not really like a lot of other things because, like in Star Wars, we blew up the Death Star and then <laughs> the next thing happened. But in in I've always perceived Zelda as looser, meaning. At, at some time or place in the future or the past, this c- calamitous battle happened and then it was done. And then the next game is some other time or place somewhere else, perhaps in an alternate dimension where things went differently. There's time travel, but there's not time travel. Like, <laughs> so you can do timelines. Yes, right. No yeah, exactly. Make no sense. Yeah. So so it so we see villain number one 
in the first three minutes of this game, and it is not Ganon, to your point. Uh, no, it if, is Ganondorf. It's him, right? Do you think I so? Think it's him. I, I don't mean, know. We see him in the trailer, and then and in like the uh, teaser videos and everything. They use the they use the name Ganondorf, and they use like taglines like the Demon King and mm-hmm. uh, and things like that, and the okay. evil that always returns and stuff yes. like that. All right. So I think it's him. I'm pretty sure it's that, him. Uh, yeah. I I guess I perceived it as like maybe, but I don't know. So then, what's your what's your beef then? You were saying like, oh, if it's not if it's not Ganon, I'll be uh, bummed out. But if you're saying maybe well, if it is, no, that's what I'm saying. It I don't have a beef because it's Ganon. I it. love that it's Ganon. I Great. I think that Ganon needs to be at the helm of of every uh, bad guy thing in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so so okay. Again, we're we're in spoiler territory here. So basically, the crux here is that some defeated entity, Demon King, whether that's Ganon or not, has been defeated and 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 uh, uh, sort of held down beneath Hyrule Castle by a force that ends up being the remains or the spiritual remains of an ancient people known as the Zonai, which now they have all this technology and whatever, and they, they lived thousands of years ago and they had the great war or whatever. Are, is this com- completely new? Are the Zonai completely new to this, the canon here? Is this a, is this a totally new area of lore or have they been referenced or understood in previous games? Cause I do not, I do not recognize any of this. I didn't look it up. I was going to look it up beforehand. Um, yeah. There are these creatures in Skyward Sword mm-hmm. that are these technologically advanced, like little robot people. Right, right, um, right. And they reminded me a lot of them. And so yes. technically they happened in the past. Um, it's like a weird like thing like, oh, what if Atlantis was real? You know? Yeah, um, Skyward Sword is is the beginning or the earliest of the of the timeline. So actually that would line up if those were connected. That's kind of cool. I dig that yeah, idea. I, uh, and even if they aren't the, even if they don't use the same name as those Skyward Sword uh, robot people, um, as we know, uh, characters in the Zelda universe evolve. Like um, the Kokiri kids eventually mm-hmm. evolve into the Koroks. Um, oh, the, interesting. Yeah, the uh, Zora eventually evolve into the well. In in um in some cases they evolve into the Ruto, depending yeah. on what game you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in in Wind Waker they were sent to evolve from the from the Zora, but in in Breath of the Wild there are Zora and there are Ruto. So like I said, no, nothing is actually. There's never a rule that that that. That ever sticks too long, right. you know. Which bring, which actually, and I should have looked this up too. I, I, I didn't know we would get into lore, into heavier lore, but um, the zone, the spirit of the zone that you meet, who is sort of guiding you through the tutorial area, the the this person's name is Raru, which is a name that goes back into Zelda history, but like there must have been another Raru in the past was. that was unrelated to this, right? This is, this is there, a namesake, not a character that's come forward in the series. Raru is the uh, Sage of Light in right. um, that's Ocarina right. of Time. Okay. So, like, he's the one that wakes you up from your seven years of slumber. And Got I, it. initially, when he said, like, Ganondorf teases the name Raru, and I'm like, oh, that guy? But mm-hmm. And then you meet him, and like, oh, you're not you're not. You're not. <laughs> So I then I wonder if it's just like, hey, we're using the name because it's it's the name that you know, but it's not the character, or if there's some spiritual or a family connection. But I guess the robot stuff, cool. I'm with you on that. But the the actual Zonai people who are seem to be gone, um, that's all new, right? That's not that that was never shown or or understood in in any previous game. As far as I know, no. But the concept of Hyrule being founded from the sky is from skyward yes, sword is exactly yeah. which and it's it's funny it's not funny it's when when footage of tears of the kingdom started showing sky islands and falling from the sky and then nintendo was like and guess what we're re-releasing skyward sword so you can play that i was like okay clearly they they want to remind us that the sky things are are important in the in the timeline and i think that's cool i i love i 
I I reviewed Skyward Sword for uh, a previous employer, and I re- I liked it. I, in hindsight, I understand people's complaints, and I share them. But I liked I liked the lore of it a lot, uh, even if the game, even if the world was not um, mechanically as open or dense as it as previous games. So I'm in I'm into this. I'm into the Sky Islands stuff, generally speaking. Better than Twilight Princess. Oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's my take interesting that is a that is a hot take um i hesitate to even ask you what other stuff you found because i because i have not left the sky islands i have one more shrine to do and i presumably acquire a third power before i hit the road um so anything else you want to share about the the early game about the lore Uh, zelda is missing you gotta find zelda i know but um here okay Again, so early in the game, but I love and I'm intrigued by she's a, she's like, what's going on here? And then she van she, you know, falls and is vanished. And then you come back and the um, the steward uh, construct is like, hey, Zelda left this for you. So what what I am thinking and wondering, especially as the Temple of Time is in the background here by the way theory. Uh, that's another that's another thing that ticked the box i, I saw the words temple of time and i'm like yes yep. more slop there it is slop eat it up yum 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 uh pure wild speculation but uh Z- zelda has has is somewhere and she's hurt or gone or dead or whatever we don't know she has traveled through time to deliver the um the slate to link in the present wild speculation but that's i'm i'm gonna stick with that until i am disproven that is a good idea and because it is a good idea it's probably not what happens because (laughs) because people i've seen like crazy theories for like uh different stories for uh, across and this has happened since i want to say skyward sword where people will like post what they think is going to happen and then it's not what happens it's way too cool it's way too uh out there you know um people i don't want to get too far off but people have said that like oh you know they were uh twin peaks inspired uh link's awakening and uh and i'm like no it didn't and then some guy the co-creator of of link's awakening uh on twitter said oh i consulted with nintendo in the early 90s it's like Hmm. no you fucking didn't shut like rewriting i don't buy uh, it i don't buy it i don't buy any of this this. (laughs) it's just feeding like uh, unless you can yeah unless you can prove it which you can't i'm sure (laughs) um shut the fuck up with uh, which is of course of course the twin peaks co-creator is going to be an unctuous fuck right um anyway uh but uh, aside from story um i love the choices made like my head's already spinning it's probably not going to pay off Mm -hmm. but um uh half of or one of link's arms and his whole side basically is corrupted yes. by like this weird like black goo and thank you for hand, reminding me mm-hmm. his hand even looks um kind of like it's kind of like ganador's hand it's kind of got claws at the yeah. end yeah and i'm wondering if that's gonna come into play i wonder if yeah. there's gonna be like a, a body at war with itself as you progress through the game where this corrupted uh part of link uh is gonna you know choke him or something yeah, um, it's it's his his hand is corrupted and and the zone Raru, the Zonai who's guiding him said, "Hey, your arm was too fucked up, uh so I put my arm on you instead and now you can use all these powers, which is cool." Yeah. So his, so his arm is is messed up, but it's also powerful, so that's cool. Um are you a Studio Ghibli fan? I, I presume you are, but I don't know. I <laughs> I don't want to get on a million tangents. I I don't. I'm not. Uh, that's fine. That's I, fine. That's yeah. Yeah. The only if 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 anyone uh, is still listening who who is not averse to spoilers, um, the way that Link's hand uh, arm gets corrupted is extremely res- reminiscent of um, uh, the key you know premise of Princess Mononoke, which is my favorite Studio Ghibli. Where um, I'm blanking on the the male protagonist's name but anyway a demon kind of lashes out and grabs his arm and his arm becomes corrupted in the same exact way and his quest is to figure out can he even survive you know cure the corruption um it it is extremely almost not identical but very uh reminiscent in the way that the 
the corruption, the demon kind of reaches out and grabs uh, Link and pushes Zelda off, whatever, um, is very similar to that. So anyway, I wanted to mention that, and I thought it was either a cool homage or a funny coincidence, regardless. Or they stole it. Or they stole it. That also choice C. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, to your point, um, story, who cares slash I'm very intrigued and very invested immediately. Love it. All right. Um, I think, I think we have to end it here so we can go back and play this game. What do you say? Yes. Did you take the day off? I did take the day off and I yes. cannot wait to dive back in. I haven't even had my coffee this morning. I'm going to I'm going to have <gasps> my little so treat. Early. I'm going to have I'm my so coffee sorry. and I'm going to No, no, I'm I'm an early riser, but I wanted to I wanted to enter uh the chat, so to speak, um with with fresh eyes and a fresh mind and and Bless just you. Yeah, so so Get that coffee. Yeah. Get back to it. Uh we will certainly reconvene uh in our Discord and over other media, but uh you listeners, if you would like to connect with Jaime uh tell the fine people you know where 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 to find you on on social and youtube and such sure if you search uh hammy cooks on youtube j-a-m-m-y cooks at youtube uh i'll pop up or you can even search just search breath of the wild real life recipe (laughs) i'm sure one of my recipes will come up for sure Um, those are pretty highly ranked i'm I'm happy to say Um, if you search for those specific things um and if you want to follow me on twitter i am at uh, same same uh, spelling J A M M Y Cooks eighty nine at Twitter, um, or uh, jump in the uh, Colette and Matt have have uh, entered the chat uh, Discord. I'm usually active on there. You sure are. We appreciate you there. Um, all those links that Jaime just mentioned will be in the show notes, uh, so you don't have to search if you don't want to. Pop in there and get them. But um, I'm so happy that we got to talk about this. I know you're a huge fan and I love hearing your take on what's what, what, what you come to the series for and what you're, what you're loving and excited about. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This was an absolute blast. We'll talk at you in one week's time. Bye. Bye.